Hi, everyone, and welcome to AB Conversations, where we will help you CFP your way out of it, a podcast where you get into the minds of a couple certified financial planners on how we think and feel about everyday financial planning questions and what should really matter most to you. A healthier financial life starts now. Good afternoon, Adam. Good Friday afternoon to you. I'm coming to you from Kutztown, Pennsylvania. Where are you? And I am coming to you live. I'm sorry, recorded from my home in Exeter, Pennsylvania. Yeah, snowy, snowy mess out there. So we are in different locations, truly trusting the internet here to record this podcast. Yeah, I guess to, to, to be fair to those that have listened before, it may look like we were in different locales in the <laughs> past, but we are at the time we were 12 feet apart with a wall separating us. Yeah. But now we, now we are truly apart using zoom for its intended purposes. And let's hope that the finished product <laughs> is similar in quality to the rest. Yeah. This is like a behind the scenes episode. Apparently we'll yep. tell you all the secrets <laughs> of how this gets recorded. So, you know, we are, this is the do it yourself podcast that we're coming clean on. And, uh, Surprise, here's our topic for today. Uh, the kind of do-it-yourself, or as we're going to title it, the, uh, the self-diagnosing uh, that we see with certain people, clients, family and friends of clients, families and friends of ours, uh, many different people, right? There is a do-it-yourself kind of mode out there on many different things in life. Mm -hmm. um, so we want to talk about, is that okay? Uh, when would it be okay? And maybe when isn't it? Um, and see what you have to say about that. Yeah, I'm on board. Okay, so I'll start with you know a little get it off my chest. I think some of this do-it-yourself, running your own financial life without any assistance is uh, in many ways the fault of our industry and the people that have been giving advice in our industry, mm -hmm. right? Because so much of it in the past has been about sales. It's been about, well, I have the info, uh, I'm credentialed, you're not, so you need me, uh, when really I think our philosophy on investments and that whole financial advising world is a little bit different at this point. Yeah, I think the, the internet certainly, the, the wide array of information that is now abundant and cheap yeah. and just available, quick Google search, I can look something up immediately. Just the, the abundance of information I think gives the power to now the masses to start to share information. And sometimes that can be helpful in the scenario where my dryer stops working and I can quick Google search the part that needs to be replaced and I can take it apart and put it back together. And yeah, I, I am so thankful to the YouTube gods that I can do that. <laughs> I don't know that that always necessarily translate fully to financial planning. Yeah. And I guess that's the big separation that we need to make today right? That investing is supposed to be pretty fundamental. We think it's fundamental. The advice that we give there is fundamental. Is there a, a lot of value in what we do in picking investments? Probably not. But when it comes to actual financial planning, right? The risk of getting certain things wrong or not getting certain things done in your financial life, to your point, like you're not going to Google how to operate on yourself, right? You're going <laughs> you're going to go to a very experienced, very credentialed, very well-educated doctor who's been through that operation how many different times in their life because the risk of you doing that to yourself and getting it wrong, the magnitude is enormous, 
right? As opposed can... to, crap, I couldn't fix my dryer. All right, now I'll go pay the service guy or I'll, I'll go get that one part, right? <laughs> this, yeah. this scale is not the same. Yeah, so operating on yourself may literally be life or death, <laughs> I think, for us. You know, f financial operations may not be life and death, but certainly we see, to your point, the, the investing side of things we believe is, is pretty fundamental. Stay disciplined, stay diversified. You know, we, we certainly play that role for, for our clients to just guide them through that process um, yep. and, and keep, them, keep them on track. The financial planning side is, I think, where it's all of the dominoes that can be impacted from any one decision that that experience of just having yep. gone through it before, I, I, it's very hard to get that level of nuance from a blog post or an article on the internet. You know, you read the Wall Street Journal and, and you think, well, if, if this person did it, then should I be doing that exact same thing? Yeah, so let's give some examples, right? Because I think that helps drill down to your whole point because yeah, we, when we talk about comprehensive financial planning, it's acknowledging that all these moving parts kind of have to work as one. And if you change one thing, you said it well, there's gonna be a domino effect to something else, right? You, you wanna execute, we had this, this recent question from somebody who was asking a very specific, should I do this, this stock mm -hmm. transfer? And I know we always give the, the response, well, it depends, right? Is there gonna be a capital gain involved? It, what's your business income gonna look like this year? Is it good or it bad? He happened to inherit some money last year. So now there's probably gonna be more income that he has to deal with. Is there an yeah. RMD that needs to be taken from that inheritance? There's so many dominoes to that one decision that to go, should I do this? Yes or no, man, to your point, there's nothing on the internet that's going to allow you to plug in your specific situation with everything you want to do, let alone figure out what really matters most to you with your goals to say, yes, good idea or no bad idea. Right. And there's plenty of examples of that. Yeah. So e even better than that, that even if there was a, a free tool on the internet or a paid tool that someone could plug in all their information, be super specific and, and have it spit out the answer. I think the problem still remains. And it's, it's, I'm certainly guilty of it in certain areas too. I don't know what I don't know. So yeah. the, the, different, the different variables to input into whatever said software, I may not know all of those for my situation to even get the right output from something like that if it even existed. Yeah, not only do I not know what I don't know, but sometimes it's not knowing what questions to ask. Yeah. Right, so, so there's the other part of like, when I go to the doctor, I know how I feel, but <laughs> he or she's going to ask me specific questions that are going to help lead to some sort of diagnosis on why I feel that way, right? So yeah. it's, it's one thing to not know what you don't know. It's another to not know what questions to ask. Yep. Um, I'll tie it back to investments. I think the other problem with kind of just doing it on your own, maybe not investments, but just planning in general, money in general, you're probably emotional, you know, about certain decisions that you got to make, right? And we see that not only with investments, and we can talk about last year, but, mm -hmm. you know, maybe somebody passed away, you know, now, now your emotions are involved in what could be huge financial decisions. Yeah, and I, that's, that's certainly one of the, I don't want to call it a gray area, but that's one of the more sensitive areas of, of what we, I, I hope we help people through is, is those at, at times of big, large, emotional, potentially emotional decisions, 
being able to strip some of that away and just be somewhat, I don't want to say cold, but, but more calculated and actually looking at the holistic picture, taking into account their specific emotions on how they're approaching any, any one decision that needs right. to be made, but being able to, to separate ourselves from that process. We are, I, I think it's fair to say, we both are incredibly empathetic people, but when it comes to making financial planning or investment decisions, it's our job. So we're, we're right. able to separate right. mentally from, from the emotional side of things and, and be a little bit more data-driven and outcome-driven um, that clearly in our experience, we, we've seen people make bad decisions at bad times because emotions just get the best of them. And that's, to us, that's one of the most it, it like feels like our hands are tied and it, it's, it's just an awful feeling to have when, when we know someone is making a decision that's not in their best interest, but emotionally it, it makes them feel better. Yeah. And it is human nature. And right. We, yeah. we have to recognize that. But as you're explaining that so well, I'm thinking of this just in the last week and you'll know the people I'm talking about. And of course, name, no names here, but yeah. You know, I, I think about the conversation yesterday of, well, we, we have these properties and I, I don't want to, I'll never sell that house because it was the first one I ever bought. Like I, I saved all my money babysitting to have that house. Well, at, at some point we're going to have to like tackle this as this maybe isn't the best way to go about it, regardless of your emotional attachment to it. Mm -hmm. Right. It was, you know, talking to somebody that's unfortunately going through a divorce, right. You may be emotionally tied to an asset or a way of going about it. That's probably not the, the, the best financial use of now what is going to be half of the resources that you're used to having, right? So there's just yeah. any number of situations when people pass away, when it's divorce, yeah. relationship, dissolution, the first time you went through something, there's too many situations where I think emotions are going to potentially lead someone down a wrong path. So that's another area. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, it's tangentially related there that more often than not, depending on what the decision is, we've been through it before with clients, yeah. right? That's, that's the, the one side of it. And, and maybe this was on a, a previous podcast, but it, it has stuck with me. I, I saw it in an article somewhere that made the, the point. Most people are going to make the decision to retire one time. We already have led people through that decision countless numbers of times. So again, we, we know just from experience yep. how things go more often than not, and, and at least have our eyes out for those dark alleys that we want to avoid people going down. So even just, even just leaning on some of that experience, obviously, again, we're, we're somewhat biased in, in our approach here. It's why right. we have jobs. Um, <laughs> but there is, there, there is a lot of value to hiring somebody, whether it's a plumber, somebody to fix my dryer, whatever, that has done it more than once. Right. And I think that just comes back to the magnitude of those, those decisions. So yeah. I want to pivot to another one that I think um, kind of sticks with me on the problem with self-diagnosing. And I think it goes back a little bit to, I don't know what I don't know. There's yeah. so many tools out there that I think lead people to believe they're getting some sort of data output that's going to support what they want to do that may not be well done, right? Projections matter, mm. but 
financial planning, especially for the future, we have to make assumptions. And what assumptions are we making? How realistic are they? How do you know? These are key parts of what we do that I can't imagine doing any other way than the way that we do through true mathematical modeling, through great tools, and through a lot of experience to know what really is a realistic assumption and what isn't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have nothing to add to that other than I agree. Yeah. It's just the, you know, the straight line napkin math of, oh, well, this, this is what I need. So I'll be fine. Yeah. Well, again, we know how those things change over time. We know that there are expenses that pop up that people usually don't think about. Are we building in buffers? What is inflation going to look like? What rate of return yeah. are you kind of assuming? Where are tax rates? Like, part early in the process with us it's what assumptions are we comfortable making and then going back and reevaluating that i think it's very hard to use one of those online tools that's just straight line time value of money yep yeah it's going to mislead I, people i agree and we see it again i'm just thinking to recent conversations we see it with social security all the time right <laughs> you know you don't want to fault the government for what they're doing but they send out these statements they sure do that say, at this age, here's what your benefit's going to be. Countless assumptions going into that, including how long you're going to work and what you're going to make. So, you know, there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of value in having a partner who can be a second set of eyes to the assumptions yeah. of the data that you're using. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's not, you know, someone like us completely driving the bus, even if it is to your point that that second set of eyes that is just confirming their approach and the path that they are headed down, if they are making these, these reasonable assumptions, just to make sure that those do fit and are appropriate for their situation. Yeah. What else? Other situations you see? Um, I, I'm, looking, I'm looking at my note now and I'm laughing because it's, I, it, it ultimately comes back to your saying, keep the main thing the main thing. And then okay. the, the, the thing I'm laughing about is tripping over dollar bills to pick up nickels, right? Yeah. And we, we certainly see that where I don't want to be pejorative for, for do-it-yourselfers, but there, there certainly is a subset that try to overanalyze any one decision and then often trip themselves up and get caught in the minutia of you know, the data or the information gathering process before they can even make a decision. Our job, I think, is, is certainly to help reset the focus. Let's keep the main thing the main thing. What are you looking to accomplish? What is the actual goal here? We can help sort through all of the details behind the scenes. Um, but often we, yep. we see people trip themselves up on, on getting hung up on, on small details that in the grand scheme of things may not be that important to whatever that, that big decision ultimately is. Yeah. Or how many times have we seen they're so focused on getting those little details right yeah. that they've forgotten something that we consider so fundamental, right? They don't have a properly documented estate, <laughs> but they were so focused on getting that estate to millions upon millions of dollars, right? Yeah. So again, the scale here, the importance of what they've gotten done, um, it, it's, it's just not in balance, right? They have this, I call it mission drift right? Yeah. What are we really looking to accomplish? What is the main thing? What is the why behind that? And so many people get, I think when it comes to people that are really goal oriented, they get all the way down into those little goals that really 
are not completely aligned to what the main thing was to begin with. Yep. Yeah. Well said. I think the last one, you kind of brought it up a little bit earlier. Um, man, it's so easy to read stuff. It's so easy to take somebody's opinion on something and believe that that's going to be good advice for them. Mm -hmm. um, especially in this day and age where news is just at our fingertips and it's meant to solicit a reaction and it's usually pretty good at soliciting a reaction. I can't <laughs> count the number of times last year. I was just happy to be the person that people called before yeah. they did things because mm -hmm. they expected us to be kind of the filter and the voice of reason to, is this going to be okay? Like the world feels absolutely crazy right now. Is this okay? Cause this is what I'm hearing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I'm laughing because the, the thought I had there was clearly the media it, it's they're, they're looking to attract eyeballs. That, that is their job. That is how they, they generate revenue, blog posts, articles, whatever they're, they don't have the responsibility of if you take that information and you act on it in your personal life, there's, you can't go back and sue the Wall Street Journal because you followed an article that was supposed <laughs> to be, you know, general information. We have a responsibility as fiduciaries to give someone the best advice that we can, and we are held to that standard. And by the way, someone can come back and hold us responsible. So like even, even just going down that road of you're not interacting with a human being if you're just reading a, an opinion yeah. article. Um, and so we had a, a, a prospect earlier this week or a client earlier this week that said he was, he was researching one particular thing, read an article that said he should do one thing, read another article that said he should do the complete opposite. How does he even make that decision to decide, well, which, which one do I follow? How do I, how do I know what assumptions are being made in both of these articles to decide yep. which one fits me? And that's, I think that's the uh, kudos to him for acknowledging that, yeah, there, there is something behind that process. Right. What what it what is in it for for that publication? Right. Um, what are, right. What are they looking to do? Um, where clearly, if you're working with a professional, hopefully their job is to give you the advice that that is best fit for your particular situation. And that's all a part of like in my mind, standing next to somebody and putting ourselves in their shoes, right? Yeah. To to stop them from making a knee jerk reaction. Maybe it was about politics. Maybe it was the crazy stock market that we dealt with last year you know it's not like our phone was ringing off the hook two weeks ago with GameStop but right there there is this fear of yeah. missing out that people may have when they see something going straight up right there mm -hmm. we need to play that role of standing in between people and their quick decisions or people and what they read and then make taking some sort of action on that so yeah yeah to summarize it's not it's not to take it away from people that are comfortable being well read who want to have information, education, who want to be able to ask, well, why should I do that, right? It, it, this yeah. is a good thing. Um, but I think yep. having a credentialed preden uh, professional when it comes to making big, big, potentially life-changing financial decisions, it's, I think it's smart. I mean, I know we're biased, but I think it's really smart. Yep, yeah. The, the, the confidence that we would hope someone would get from researching information on their own. And even if that's us confirming whether that's correct, or again, just, just giving more perspective and some professional expertise um, to, to help influence whatever that decision is. Uh, and clearly that's, that's what we're here to do.
Yeah, and we can wrap it up with that. I mean, more, more than anything, we want to educate people. You know, we want to be a resource in this industry that is not here to say, here's the one way to do something. Here's the product yep. that everybody should have. It is about education, analysis, aligning things. And if you got questions, give us a call because that's what we do. That's right. We are, we are, the, uh, we are the personal Google. How about that? <laughs> mm, I don't know about that. Personal financial <laughs> life Google. Is that fair? Am I just mm. making it worse? <laughs> okay. I don't know. I think, I think we're making it worse at this point. Turn it off, everybody. <laughs> On that note, thank you for your time today. Thank you. Diagnosing. Be careful. That's right. All right. Don't slip. Don't slip on that ice. Hey, everyone. Adam and I really appreciate you tuning in. Please note that the opinions we voiced in the show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be most appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, your accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to making any decisions or investing. Thanks for listening.